Hi, welcome to my podcast on the grow. I'm Grace Lee. In the last episode, you heard me share my experiences as a post-college grad transitioning to New York City. I share how I felt leading up to graduation, graduating without a job, spending the summer traveling and interviewing from LA to New York City, landing my first job at the end of the summer, and then sharing what it was like finally making that move to New York City. If you haven't heard it already, you should definitely check it out. In this episode, I wanted to continue on with my journey here in New York City and talk about something that I've been asked frequently from people who follow me or people who are interested in my freelance social media work. I'm sharing more about my transition from a full-time job to being self-employed. I talk about my experiences of what I went through, how life doesn't always go the way you plan, and what I learned about myself through this transition. In this episode especially, I share more about the clients that I did work with, what kind of work I did for them, and how I was able to connect with them. Transitioning from different jobs has been an annual thing for me here in New York City. I joke, but it's actually true. You can say I had a bit of a different experience in that sense. Picking up from the previous episode where I shared my journey landing my first full-time job in New York City, a few months in, I had other thoughts. The job wasn't what I was expecting. I wasn't happy there, and I decided to move on to become a full-time influencer. You know, I wanted to finally give it a shot. I wrote a blog post during college talking about how I felt college was holding me back in some ways. It was restrictive with what I wanted to pursue as an influencer, as a talent. And now that I was done, I definitely wanted to give it a shot. I traveled for the first six months after that and continued growing my network in New York City. I met a lot of people, attended a lot of events, but after a year, decided that this was also not what I wanted to pursue as my career. I loved doing it. I loved being able to do all those things, meet these people, and just have these incredible experiences. But again, like it wasn't something that I wanted as my stream of income. I spent the next four months applying to jobs again. Not sure of what I wanted at the time, but I was open to ideas. I was open to different possibilities, and I think that really helped smoothen the transition. I liked the idea of working for a smaller company. I found myself stepping back from corporate companies just because I was a little traumatized by the previous one and just continued to apply, just having an open mind. Before the year ended, I landed a job working for a small startup company in New York City as a social media coordinator. I started the new year working with this company and after some time, I then realized that this was also something I did not want to pursue. There were a lot of things that happened in between and I just, I didn't feel happy with where I was at in terms of my career. 
And that is something that's very important to me. I think whenever I meet new people, I'm always asking them if they are happy with their job. Especially in a place like New York City, you burn out so quickly. People leave because they don't like the work environment. They don't like where they are. They don't like, you know, the job that they have. And I think that is so crucial to be happy with where you are in your career, in your job. And I'm not saying you have to always be there 100%. There will be ups and downs with every job. But if you're happy doing what you love, and that is the the thing that fuels you, then that's important. And I believe that that should be there. It wasn't there for me. Even after giving it many chances, you know, I spent a year there and I questioned the situation several times and even waited it out to see if things would change. However, with that being said, my time and experience there was absolutely necessary and I learned so much from the people and from the job itself. I'm truly grateful for my experience and landing the job in the first place. This past January, January 10th, 2020, to be exact, I put in my two weeks and quit my job to follow what I truly felt passionate about, social media management as a freelancer. My goal is to help brands grow their presence on social media and help them find their voice. I love content creation and I wanted to be able to use all of these skill sets to start my freelancing business. I love having that freedom to be my own boss, create my own schedule, and operate on my own time. This is one of the best and also scariest decisions I've made to transition from. Having that security and stability of a full-time job to losing that and being self-employed. I knew the risks moving forward. No security, no stable paycheck, difficult roads, many difficult roads ahead. But if there's anything I've learned in the years of living and working in New York City, I felt ready to combat it and take it on. All of these experiences have brought me to where I am today, and I feel utmost grateful to have gone through them. Even if that isn't how I felt in those moments, I distinctly remember them too. The ones where I was commuting to work early on the subway at 7am, wondering when I'd be able to find something that felt right for me. I would stare out the subway windows and people watch in the early mornings and ask myself if they were happy with their current job. Did they enjoy their work environment, their job? Were they even happy? I went from those thoughts to barely sleeping because I felt like I never had any time to work on things that I wanted to work on outside of work. All of those difficult situations remind me of why I'm here and how I am here. I find that is extremely helpful as I'm currently navigating this next chapter of my career. The week after I quit my full-time job, I started creating spreadsheets of all my contacts from the past few years. PR agencies, brands, people in the industry, anyone who knew of clients needing help with social media. 
I reached out to friends, asked around, and and seeked out clients out and about in New York City. Having a spreadsheet with names, company names, emails, phone numbers was really helpful. It's also important to have that in general because there's there's so many people here in New York City that it can get overwhelming when you're trying to grow your network while keeping up with the relationships you already have. A friend of mine connected me to Pink Moose, a local restaurant located in Midtown Manhattan. They serve delicious coffee, lattes, teas, bakery items, sandwiches, uh, the best vegan bowls, and so much more. I love the value and passion that the owner had for his restaurant. He shared his story on the process and how much time and effort he put into to bring this restaurant to life. I loved hearing a story, which is also why I loved handling their social media. I did a little consulting at first to, you know, help him understand why social media was important and what values I could bring to the table. So I started a few days after meeting him in person. He loved the idea and, you know, we, we, we tried this. So I started coming in more to familiarize myself with the place, the menu, the food, the people, everything. All of these are valuable when you're managing a brand social media platform. I posted once a day, created fun Instagram stories, revamped the bio, and created Instagram highlight icons on Photoshop. Those are just a few things that I did for Pink Moose. And if you actually want to check out some of the things that I've done for Pink Moose, uh, I'm also sharing my work in a portfolio page on my new service website that will probably be up either this week or the next, depending on when this podcast episode drops. I also was in contact with another agency that did spa consulting, social and website design. Uh, The contact connected me to three other spas. One was in New York and the others were actually out of state, but I curated a monthly content calendar for each one. I actually really enjoyed doing that because I was still able to do social media management with actually posting on the social media platforms. So this was an interesting uh, setup for me. I would basically create like the monthly calendars. I'd create the copy, the appropriate hashtags, and I would incorporate different sales that were happening throughout the month or new products or services that were launching and those kind of things. I had to do a lot of research on the brand, familiarize myself with the services, the personality, uh, demographics, the audience they wanted to reach or were currently reaching. And since I'm a firm believer that if you're marketing a brand and if you're, if you're the voice of the brand on a social media platform, you should experience the products and services for yourself. Even though I couldn't exactly go to the spas that were out of state, I asked a lot of questions about the services to the professionals and was in constant communication on the sales or the new services that were coming in each month. It was a lot of fun for me because I had never worked with a spa before, let alone done spa content. 
This was certainly a great experience for me because I learned a lot about the services that spas offer, first of all, some that I may potentially want to try in the future. Who knows? And it also made me realize that I want to continue reaching clients that I may not be comfortable with or familiar with. These opportunities allowed me to learn and challenge myself to be creative in different settings. Growing up, I've always wanted to just work on fashion brands and beauty brands and, and fitness brands. But now that I've worked with a spa company and restaurants and hotels and all these various clients in different industries, I like the ability of being open and free to do those things. I don't want to just label myself and put myself in a box being like, I only do fashion social media. I only do fitness social media. And I think that is very important. And that's something I've grown to realize through this process. I mentioned in my podcast episode in the last quarantine season that while things were picking up when I quit my full-time job, COVID happened and everything declined. I lost all my clients in the span of two weeks and then headed home to be with family because New York City was getting worse. Because my clients were restaurants and spas at the time, they were closed due to the lockdown. During quarantine, one of my good friends in LA reached out if I wanted to do social media marketing for her new clothing brand, Dear Claire. She had just launched her online store and needed some help with the Instagram. I was excited to, one, help someone I'm good friends with, and two, continue doing some form of work, even if I felt down, given my situation. So I helped grow the social curated the feed, wrote the copy, reached out to a few content creators, really asked her questions on what she wanted her brand to look like or go in the direction that she envisioned her brand to look like on social media. And then I created a social media strategy for the brand. I haven't done social media for a fashion brand in a long time. And so this was something that I am very passionate about and this is kind of where I had started so though it was a short period of time I absolutely loved helping out and and having that sort of work uh, during that time now that I've been back home in New York City for about a month and a half now I've been working hard on bringing my new service website and blog to life that's actually something I've been really working on, working extremely hard on um, being back. I know I want to have that running to start pitching to clients, reaching out and not necessarily picking up where I left off, but letting things slowly ease back into place without forcing it and not having too high of expectations because I think that's where I get hit the hardest. Even though I ran into some technical difficulties, I'm very close to publishing my website. I wanted a revamped website that still had my blog because I don't want to quit that at all. I thought about changing my current blog and just adding a service website, but you know, like with everything going on, I wanted a new, fresh, I wanted a change 
with that. And I think I'm happy with where it is at right now. And also, I wanted my services to have a more prominent place on the website where people can reach out to me and offer consultations for social media and they can book sessions with me on the website through a calendar login. A really good friend of mine helped me put this together and I'm really excited for you to see it. I'm slowly and surely easing back into where I felt happiest before COVID and you know I'm also making sure I'm not insensitive with reaching out after the quarantine. I know things are slowly starting to get back um, in a good place and I still want to make sure because I know people aren't fully there financially and mentally and so that's something that I am also taking into consideration with moving forward. So my goal is to continue meeting new clients and forming new relationships with people to help them build their social media presence. With all that being said, kind of just threw out a lot of the stuff that I've been through and the stuff I'm currently working on. But if you are a brand or if you know of a brand that is needing help with social media management, content creation, or even influencer marketing, I am happy to help. I love doing this. I love having consultations. I love speaking with people about this. This is something I am passionate about. So if you fit any of those boxes, know of anyone, then please, please, please reach out to me. Um, My website will be up. I'm so happy with the way it looks right now. And yeah, I hope you'll check it out. I have some blog posts coming, a lot of good things, and that's pretty much where I'm at with my career right now is I'm not fully there, but I'm enjoying the process, I'm enjoying the journey, I'm being more in the moment, if anything. I've noticed that with myself is I've been more in the moment, I'm not booking out crazy schedules (laughs) a month in. Um, still having my schedules, but I've definitely eased up a bit, which is good. Hanging out with people that truly matter to me and are supportive has been a blessing. I think that's what I've really been focusing on too is, is true friendship and connecting with people and being in constant communication with people that really do matter to me and see the good and want to keep pushing me to move forward. So that's where I'm at. I hope this was helpful. I don't know of many people that are in a situation where they want to go from full-time to being self-employed. But if you have any questions on that, again, I'm happy to answer them. That's just my experience of what I've been through. And I know, in the, I mentioned in the beginning that every year has always felt like a different career path for me, but I'm really hoping that this is something that I continue moving forward with. Can't speak for the future, but this is where I'm at.
Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next episode in the series where I have a conversation with Diego Leon from Dandy in the Bronx. He is a content creator and menswear fashion and lifestyle blogger of six years. He's based in the Bronx and I've always loved his approach and authenticity that reflects who he is as a person. I wanted to have him on for this episode where we talk about relevancy as a content creator. We cover transitioning content during the quarantine, why it is important to pivot, what this transition during global events such as a pandemic and an ongoing social movement in the past few months has made him realize what content creators should be reminded of moving forward and more. Thanks for tuning in. 